Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I think this one is actually number 80. So gone for almost two years, I'm real excited. And today I have Tyler Thorny. He has recently moved from Montana, right? Montana, yes, back Montana. to his home hometown in Orange County, California. So um, he has done, hey Asa, great to have you back. Um, and everybody else who's here, I think uh, Tyler's mom and my mom are here. So, hey, mom, Peter, um, Meredith, Nikki, Jason. Yeah, see, oh, I, so Peter's in Orange County, too. So you'll have to talk <laughs> to Peter. So we've been talking all, all around So before. So I'm going to get you guys to, Tyler, tell us a little bit of your background, how you got, um, Talk about how you got to Montana and then how you kind of fell in love with design and then we'll get into all the questions. Yeah, um, really I ended up in Montana, it was just kind of totally random. Um, I went there after I graduated high school. My grandparents uh, moved up there to retire, built a big house and I was just going to community college. Um, I was going to go down here but I figured I might as well go off on an adventure <laughs> instead. So. Uh, moved up there after high school. It's like that was five years ago now, um, and stayed with my grandparents. Didn't know anybody. Went to community college up there. Um, actually, wanted to be a history teacher when I moved. Had no idea. I mean, really, what I wanted to do because I changed my mind about that pretty quick. Um, and then got involved with a local church up there called Fresh Life Church, um, and started doing design stuff for them and just kind of fell in love with design, decided that's what I want to do for a career. Um, yeah, and <laughs> went freelance um, about a year ago, full time. Cool, so, okay, that, that's kind so, of the short story, <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool, so, um, and just if anybody's new to Spreecast, it's great to have you, so if you're a visitor and you want to talk to us and you want to have a question, you want to ask Tyler, or you want to, you know, comment on something, you can just, um, you have to sign in through Twitter or Facebook or an email address. I think maybe even Google Plus you can do, but you have to sign in through something and then you'll be able to talk to us. And if you have a question, you can, there's a question button kind of right below Tyler, or you can just, it's easier for me if you just type it in the chat and then I'll plop it up. All right, so I always send out the questions the night before to, to everybody on my list. And sometimes I get questions back that you guys want him to answer and sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't, but today I'm going to start with, we kind of got your a little bit of your interest in your background in the last one, but you also have, um, you do a lot of photography, and so a lot of your images are your images, and then also your, you draw a lot of type on top, your letterer, so I think we have an image, so I'm going to pull this one on, and I'm not okay. sure if this is for... And this is something new for people if you are yeah. new to Spreecast. And if you're on an iPad or uh, your phone, you won't be able to see these, but you'll be able to see them later. But this is, um, you can put your mouse on it and then mouse back off of it, and then you can move it around if you go back on it. So it doesn't have to live in the exact same spot it pops up. But you can't get rid of it. I have to get rid of it. So go, Tyler. You want to talk about yeah, this? This was um, a series for Fresh Life Church. So this art actually belongs to Fresh Life Church. And it was back when I worked for them on their creative team. And this was kind of what started it all for hand-drawn stuff for me. Um, I was in charge of this um, series that we were going through. 
Um, I can't really remember the specific details about it now because it was a while ago. But um, basically, I was in charge of the art, and I wanted to do kind of like a hand-drawn thing, and I'd never really done it before. So I just kind of went for it, and everyone really seemed to like it, and it was a lot of fun, and I really liked just the freedom of being able to like write whatever you want rather than really manipulate it in Photoshop because um, I had been just doing Photoshop, like digital design and illustrations for a couple years at this point. Um, so yeah, that, this was just kind of like the first hand-drawn thing that I ever did. And like I said, it was I was still working for them at the time and it was for them. And then I just, I kind of wanted to get better at it. So after that, shortly after that is when I quit that job and went freelance full-time. Um, and I made the decision to make my Instagram instead of a personal account, use it um, just to like show my progress in practicing um, design and stuff like that. So I basically from there started just practicing more hand-drawn stuff and illustrations and then posting it to Instagram, um, which I think the next photo you have is like what spawned from that were like the first things, yeah, there you go. Um, that I I kind of did on my on my own on Instagram. I did those with a friend of mine named Abby. She's the photographer who took those photos. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of I mean playing around, trying to get better at illustration and um, hand drawn type. Um, and like you said, I, I do take a lot of my photos. These were my friend Abby's photos. But um, before design even came up as like a career opportunity or something I wanted to do. Um, I originally wanted to be a photographer. So um, I do a ton of stuff. I just had like a DSLR, would dink around with it. But like now when I take photos, I just use my iPhone. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like an intense photographer anymore. But um, I feel like design and photography often goes hand in hand, just having like an eye for it or what looks nice proportionally or aspect ratio, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's something I still enjoy, but not like professionally or anything like that. Gotcha. So did you study um, typography or when you started the hand lettering, you started that first piece for your church and then, and your job, which you worked there. Um, mm -hmm. And then you just started I mean, I'm sure you were seeing some other stuff because really you've only been doing this for uh, about a year. And so that's pretty impressive. I mean, and again, I, it goes to show it just it takes some time. It takes practice. It takes commitment to doing this. And it's a commitment to, to getting better, like you said. So it is. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go. Oh, I was going I, to answer your question. I never took any classes. Um, at the college, it was just general ed. I have my associate of arts degree, um, but that's as far as I went in college. I took a design class once, and I hated it. I actually dropped it. Um, yeah, which is kind of funny. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm self-taught. I mean, I just taught myself the programs, and like you said, it just practice, practice, practice. Like, I, I thought I'd I mean, completely sucked at first, but it's just you just keep doing it and um, keep looking at inspiration and um, just go from there. So Asa so. wants to know, are you hand drawing these in the computer 
or are you hand drawing them on paper and then scanning them in and then digitally manipulating them? Paper first, scan them in, digitally manipulate. Um, yeah, some it's uh, all hand drawn stuff. Um, but hold on a second, sorry. Okay. We're gonna get it, Asa. Yeah, I have. I work really small. Um, this is the bear oh. design that I did. It's tiny, wow. and like I've had posters and stuff from that. And it's like, where's the camera? There it is. Yeah. So, so starts from like it's pencil. Yeah. I don't always ink them if I want them to have kind of like a hand-drawn texture mm -hmm. feel. But then other times, like, I will use microns, like, um, here, if I can grab it. They're all on my cork board. Um, I did this nautical design, and that's all micron pen that I inked in. So, yeah, so I mean, they, they usually work pretty small. Are you layering it? And so you're, you draw it With in pencil, bear. and then you... You put um, like a piece of tracing paper on top, and then and then redraw and fix any mistakes. Yeah, that's. Um, I will. Yeah, with I'll hold up again with the bear. Like I'll have the silhouette of the bear that I want to use or whatever, and I'll do all the type inside of it, and then I will actually retrace the silhouette of the bear on another paper and completely fill it in, and then I'll knock out like the text of that bear in Photoshop. It's just easier for me than, it's just, I have really shaky hands. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else. I mean, could never be a tattoo artist or anything like that. So if, like, I actually wanted to, like, fill it in around the text, it would, it would not look as clean. So that's the way I do it. I'm sure there's easier ways to do it. But for me, that works, so... Well, that's cool. So let's, you have a nice little sleeve going. So have you drawn what's on your arm? I don't. I am. I'm way too picky and critical of my own art when it comes to tattoos. So um, I could never get it tattooed on me. Um, and I, everyone is their own worst critic. So if I had one of my own art pieces um, tattooed on me, I would probably regret it. I know that sounds funny, but I would just. I'm too critical of everything that I do. So I have one that I drew. It was a daisy, and it was drawn this big. But I shrunk mm -hmm. it down so it's really small, and um, and I got it when I was pretty young, um, and I hid it from my parents for a whole year with a band because <laughs> it was not a good not a good day when I told them about it. Because uh, yeah, anyway, my... good Southern girls, I guess, don't get tattoos, but I did. Oh, my parents aren't thrilled either. But <laughs> well, you show yours. Yours is pretty big. Yeah, it goes to about here. I'm doing my whole arm though. My next appointment is in like two weeks. So uh, um, Andre wants to know, have you drawn tattoos for someone else? I never have specifically. Um, no one's actually, I mean, should say commissioned me to do a tattoo. I did do one Instagram piece, um, and some girl from Germany tagged me and was like, she got it like tattooed on her and was like, hey, thanks, or something like that. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't care. If you want to get my art tattooed on you, that's great. I'm not going to, like, make you pay me or anything like that. I mean, unless, like, you commissioned me to do a specific one, but it was kind of odd because it was, I don't even think it's on my Instagram anymore. It was probably like one of my least favorite things I've ever done. And it was like super quick. It was just like these arrows, I think, or something like that cross. It was forever ago. Um, but yeah, it's was, it was pretty funny. It was just like, oh, wow. So, uh, hey, Jen, 
Um, so Jason says free advertising, um, and then yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but it is. I think I think that some other people who are uh, hand letters do have people ask, and you know, it is. It's a big um, commitment. So I, it's funny because you don't want to live with it, I guess. And your arm, I I see my. I mean, I see my ankle every day, but I'm not like studying my tattoo on my ankle every day. But on my arm, are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Well, then you'd be staring at your left hand, I guess, as you're drawing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. I don't know. I have more too. Like I have another half sleeve on my other arm up here, and then um, I had one. I have another one up here, which I'm doing. Like I said, I'm doing the whole arm though. But and then I have my foot, um, which was like the worst pain ever. I guess it's different for everyone, but. Out of all of them, the foot hurt the worst. Wow. Um, well, good to know. Yeah, but when it comes to other people's art, I mean, it's like I'm an artist, so it's like I just – I would never get sick of, like, someone else's art because I just – but when it's my own, like I said, I'm my own worst critic. And it's always like, oh, I could have done this better. Or I – like, I see – all I see is the flaws in my own stuff, which – it's pretty common for most people, I think. Well, so. it, it helps you keep getting better. It's, a, it got, again, that part mm -hmm. of, and we talked about this when we were doing our test. You said, um, you know, the first stuff you did that was hand-drawn, you're like, oh, my gosh. Or the first stuff you did when you're a designer, you know, I'm like, I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, that's awful. I don't ever want to show one of my students what I did. But in a way, I kind of want them to see, you know, you, you get better. You just keep have to keep at it. So, yeah, it takes hard work and sleepless nights. <laughs> That's what I tell people. It's like you don't just like wake up and I mean you're amazing one day, and it's like you're never. I mean, you're never gonna really wake up and think you're amazing either. That's the thing. I hopefully I have so far to go to like where I want to be, and it, like on, if I'm being honest, it's I'm never gonna reach that point. That's just the kind of life of the designer is just always wanting to get better and. Um, I mean, just practicing, learning new things. It's the life of a student, the life of a designer, just always learning new updated programs, new methods, new styles. Like, I want to get better at these letters or this illustration. It's just, I mean, <laughs> contentment is the enemy, I think, as a designer. If you ever, like, just feel like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm great. I've made it. My stuff is awesome. I'm never going to get any better. It's, you're going to plummet. So yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that's a great new poster. Amy. <laughs> he already said something that was like it, during the thing. He'll say it, I think, uh, in a minute. But I already wrote it down, too. So we I've already got now we got two good quote ones. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Catherine wants to ask and we're going to jump on into kind of the business stuff, Tyler. So how did you really launch your freelance business? Catherine wants to know. She's a recent grad and she's trying to set up a start up a photography and a design business. Um, how did I first start the freelance business? Um, or do you have just, any tips for somebody who's just yeah, recently um, started? I, I started my freelancing, I mean, just kind of, I mean, I think most people start, like, for friends and stuff like that. Or, like, I had a friend who was getting married and wanted me to do um, their wedding program. Um, so that was kind of, like, the first, I think, like, paid freelance gig that I did. Um, but I was doing it on top of my other job. I was working as a designer at a church, and it just kind of started with a website for me. First thing I wanted to do was set up a website, and like I, like every there's lots of different ways you can go about it. So I'll just say like how I went about it. Um, 
I got a website up and running, which on top of work, like I said, is hard work and sleepless nights of, of uh, designing it and like you'll nitpick it and branding yourself is probably like one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because <laughs> it's your baby essentially. Um, but um, I got that set up and I started using Instagram really for like marketing. I made the decision that instead of having a personal account, I wanted to only post my art and like interact with people and try and get clients that way. So um, it was a gradual process. It wasn't really like I woke up one morning and just had like an inbox full of emails from potential clients. It was kind of, um, it was it was more like growing it on the side of what you're already doing, which I also feel like is is good because you're in a position where you can say no to things if you have a job on top of that. Um, because then it's like, if your only job is just sole freelance, you need money, you need to pay the bills. So there's, you're probably going to have to do things that aren't the coolest. Um, but if you have a job on top of that, then you're able to, you already have income. You're able to say yes to the projects you want to do. And then that way, build a portfolio based on the stuff that you like to do and essentially stuff that you're happy to show (laughs) with people. Um, but for me, um, I was me and my wife were in a position where we were financially able to take risks, and I wasn't making much um, working for a church anyway. So we decided that we were young, and if we should go for it, it should be now before we have kids or anything really holding us back. So um, that's when I decided to make the jump to full-time freelance. And um, when that happened, it was just I mean, really trying to to market myself and land jobs and gigs and um, I think this might be what you were talking about earlier that I said is um, I love I love this saying is the answer is always no if you don't ask Um, and that's something that I've kind of like tried to live by is um, I just reaching out to people meeting with people um, making friends networking um, trying to be like hey can I help you with this do you have any work Um, really I mean Getting out of your comfort zone and taking risks and reaching out to people, like I said, it's hard work. It doesn't fall in your lap. For some people, it does, but that's rare. (laughs) So um, it definitely takes, like I said, just working hard, keeping at it. Don't give up. Practice all the time. But if you have, like I said, a side job, then you're in a pretty good position to really like pick and choose what you want to do and grow your portfolio that way. And then you'll get to a point where people actually want to hire you based off of what you've done and the stuff you like to do rather than like I compare it to like walk in tattoo people who will like walk in and want a tattoo. And it's like they'll just like choose anyone who's working that day. And it's not that person's style. It's not necessarily what they want to do, but they're there. Um, You want to be in that position where people are coming to you for what you like to do and for what you're good at rather than just, oh, we need a logo and this is. The, the first person we found. Um, so I feel like that's everyone's dream is for people to come to them for like obviously the stuff they actually like doing. So Definitely. I hope and that you, answered your question. <laughs> yeah, Catherine, you can let us know if that answered yeah, it. Or if I need to clarify, clarify Yeah. So. I kind of but, rant. <laughs> no, that's good. So starting the business, it was you were able to kind of take a take a risk. So how how much freelance did you have before 
you went on your own or was it just like about 50% of you know what your time and then you had to just hustle the rest of the time trying to get make new connections or were you um, really really well you had eight hours a day 40 hours a week kind of amount of work it started out um, I did it wasn't like 40 hour work weeks right away it was um, I had a couple clients here and there doing like uh, branding logos splash pages like web design stuff like that um, I also a huge part of me stepping out was um, I had another friend who's a graphic designer. He has a business up in Montana, and he just had more work than he knew what to do with. So um, I started outsourcing uh, work from him, which kind of helped fill in my gaps. And I still do to this day when I'm slow, actually, because he just has a huge influx of work. Um, it's not always necessarily like my style kind of work, but it was more like kind of like pay the bills kind of work. Um, but then every once in a while, there'll, there'll be like a really cool project I'll, I'll work on with him, and he's a great guy. But um, uh, yeah, basically, I just there was slow periods, and what I did with those slow periods was just devote it to getting better at um, whatever I wanted to practice. And in this case, I guess hand drawn stuff, since that's kind of like what we're talking about um, right now. I didn't really even start doing hand drawn type or illustrations until about March so it hasn't even been a year since I've even started playing around with it like like I said m mainly I did branding and digital stuff and web stuff um, which is still about 80% of the kind of client work that I get is more like along the lines of branding and stuff like that but on Instagram you only really see like the hand-drawn kind of fun aspect of like what I want to show so well, I think that's a it's a good kind of marketing tool is to use Instagram or social media outlets for your the stuff that you really kind of would like to do or how your business is going or when you're trying something mm -hmm. new, you can kind of see what kind of response you get. And then if you maybe get some calls, then you could always point people in that and then they see what you are able to do in the area that you'd really like to work in. So I think that's a good Definitely. Yeah. It's a good and you made a conscious decision to make it more of a professional um, account than just like, hey, here's my lunch or, you know. Yeah, it used to be like, hey, here's my lunch, here's a photo of a lake, and here's like a dog. But um, it, it turned into, I just made that decision. I was like, hey, I'm going out on my own now. And I, I kind of saw the opportunity that was there with Instagram to like network, meet people. Um, yeah, a reason for picking Instagram, I'll answer that, that question. It was kind of like what I, what I was just saying. Um, I just kind of saw the opportunity it had to be able to show what I'm working on or complete a project and to be able to interact with people and people could like see the type of stuff I'm working on um, rather than say like um, like Twitter, like, like we talked about a little earlier. I, I don't usually use Twitter just because uh, I mean, for marketing standpoint, just because I, it's like kind of limits what I want to say by characters and stuff like that. And I thought Instagram was just a whole lot easier to connect with people and talk with people. You can talk with them in the comments. And I love, like, that's my favorite part about it is just like talking with people and meeting with people and seeing what they're doing. And when someone like likes what I'm doing, it's awesome to hear from them. Like I, 
I try to answer everyone I can because for me that's what it, it's all about is just like meeting people and interacting with people um, not as much like post a photo of my work and then disappear and then don't talk to anybody who says anything like I there people who do it like that are doing it wrong in my opinion it's it's definitely like a tool to just kind of get out there and like in the design community or whatever community you want to use it for and um, just make connections and friends so and so we talked about before the show started we talked about how um, like Nathan Yoder so I have had him on the show before and I've had Amy and Jen Hood on as well and they are all in mm -hmm. Orange County and you said you met you know yeah, there yeah. are people that you had known and met in um, on Instagram and then you actually were able to meet them in person and you know I mean, there's something because you have made a connection and it is about real engagement and so I I agree I'm a big um, proponent or a, a fan of Instagram just I do like that you don't have a limit and it's image based and stuff like that so mm -hmm. um, yeah I've, meeting with people is probably um, the coolest part um, I've met with so many people in this area too it's funny that I moved here and there's so many people that are doing stuff kind of like in this one area um, the the first people that I met um, just kind of became friends with are actually um, Winston Scully, um, Scott Beersack, he's You Bring Fire, and then Rob Brink, who does all my printing. Then there's Joshua Phillips and Scott D. Martin on Instagram, <laughs> Winston. Um, they're like a bunch of designers that I'm still like to this day, I don't know if you've heard of Kick Messenger. We're like in a giant like group chat and we have been for like about a year now and we just kind of like talk about design stuff and ideas and stuff like that. and. I still haven't met any of them except for Scott D. Martin. He was the first person um, that I ever met that I knew through Instagram. Um, and that was, he lives down here also in Orange County. Um, and so I met with him. And then I ended up meet, meeting with um, like Zachary Smith. And um, I just met all the guys over at Seven Lee not too long ago, Nathan. Um, I met with um, Jen. Amy was sick. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go check out their place tomorrow, though, I think. Um, I unplugged it, just so you know. It won't be ringing. Uh, oh, no problem. Sorry. Amy, yeah, Amy's the worst. She had the flu. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's that for me, it's, it's awesome just meeting people who are doing cool things and creative things and just hearing about their story and stuff like that. So, um, it, is, it is cool. Especially in and this I, area, there's a lot going on. Like, I feel like, um, and I hope that everybody's listening, that you kind of feel like you get to know Tyler because you're able to, you know, respond. You're, you can, he responds back to you on Instagram. But here you can ask questions. That's another reason I really love um, Spreecast for this. So, all right. So, you moved uh, back to Orange County from yes. Montana. And um, so, in... In Montana, when I was looking at your work and a lot of stuff, a lot of kind of was nature inspired. So, wait, whoops, I just threw my pen. Where do you get your inspiration from? And are you still kind of getting it into, in, getting it from nature? Um, yeah, that kind of, at first it didn't necessarily start like that. Um, if you could put up the next image, yep. the third one, that would be awesome. Um, I, I was really into nautical stuff for a while, um, and that was when I was living up there. So I started doing like like these are two like the nautical based things I did when I was still practicing. 
um, and, and playing around. Um, but then, um, I, um, like I said, I was still playing around. I didn't really have like a specific thing that inspired me more than things that I saw or the internet music. Um, and then if you could put up the next one too, sorry, number four. Oh yeah. Um, I did, I did a series based off of the song Oceans by Hillsong United. Um, and this was then there was six of them and I collaborated with two different photographers. The top three ones are from, uh, the Wessie on Instagram and then the bottom three are Steve Carter's images. Um, but yeah, it was more like music was inspiring me at that time. And like that song is a good song. And, um, I wanted to basically do a series of those and, after that is when I think, I guess, my style sort of started, I wouldn't say changing, but I started, like, really embracing, I guess, the whole Northwest aspect of, like, where I was where I was living and just kind of started getting inspired by that. Um, and if you could put up the next one, just cruising through <laughs> the images. No, that's good. Um, yeah. Um, this was the Northwest's best print, and then the deer I did. I actually did the deer first. And then the bear I did for, um, on Instagram, Ben Schuler, um, who's just like super like Northwest guy. I don't know if anyone's familiar with him. Um, so it's, I did the bear for one of his like Northwest images and. And that's that one you uh, showed us, right? That little. It's the little one. Yeah. I'll show it again. If anyone missed it, I work really small. So it's like, (laughs) this is, Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really bad at doing like really big pieces. So I'm really I, like a lot better at doing small and then like bringing it in, like blowing it up or whatever. So um, these were kind of what started like the whole Northwest kick, I guess. Um, it was kind of, I started getting really into deers. Uh, we joke, it was um, someone said in stag ram with stag in all capital letters. <laughs> I called it Deerstagram because it was just, for a while everything was like deer stuff and um, I did. You can pull up the next prints too, uh, number six. Oh, yeah. another, um, deer. Is a, another deer, yeah. Uh, everyone loved this like floral deer that I did. Um, and actually I did it for fun really. Like it wasn't for anything. I wasn't planning on making a print of it or anything like that. I was just kind of playing around and um, everyone just kind of went nuts over it. So I ended up giving it to, to help ink, um, which is kind of like sevenly. Um, so they print it for me. It's a G clay. Um, and they give, um, like a percentage of it to charity. You get to like pick which charity at checkout. Um, and then the skull on the left was Northwest inspired sugar skull. That's still into like Northwest stuff. Um, yeah, but lots of deer, lots of arrows, Northwest stuff. Um, definitely, like I said, started getting inspired by, like, the mountains and everything around me and really wanted to, like, kind of capture um, where I was living and stuff like that. Um, so do you I, think, I think that maybe – sorry, think what you, was the question? Do you think you missed um, being so close to the ocean and that's maybe where you started with that nautical stuff? I did at times, yeah. I I grew up down here um, in Orange County, and um, there was there was huge lake. Like I had a like awesome um, lake view where I was living, a Flathead Lake, which is, I believe, it's the largest freshwater lake like west of the Mississippi River. I think, <laughs> don't quote me, but um, it's huge lake. So it's like a huge body of water, but it's like 
I mean, I grew up being um, close to the to the ocean, and it's just kind of something I guess you miss when you're like a West Coast baby. I guess and yeah. you crave In and Out like it was crack. That's one thing. <laughs> in and Out Burger. Anyone who lives in Orange County that moves away knows it's like you have withdrawals, like it's drugs. Um, but yeah, um, I definitely wherever I'm living, it just kind of. It's I like to I super like into like I guess local kind of stuff and being inspired by what's going on around like locally. So um, like I'd like to do some more I guess nautical stuff again or just kind of like beachy kind of stuff now that I'm living here. But the and Northwest you know, definitely owns a part of my heart. I mean, been up there for was five years. I think I was up there just like living in the woods and hanging out. So um, yeah, but definitely um inspired by nature is for sure it, though though necessarily i wouldn't say it was in my intention at first it definitely turned into that and i kind of just like owned that i guess for a while so do you think being back in orange county is going to really impact your work are you going to um, impact it i feel i don't i don't have like a specific um i guess I'm not going to say style. I mean, like, thing that I'm, like, set to doing. I just kind of do what I what I feel like doing at the time and kind of, like, what makes me happy. So I feel like I'll definitely have, like, a specific, I guess, style through all my kind of work. But um, I'd love to definitely start exploring, like I said, some more, like, nautical-type stuff and um, more beachy stuff. But like I said, the Northwest also still holds a grip on my heart and, like, I love um, I love arrows and I love deer and I love bear and I always will. So it's not like um, all of a sudden I'm just gonna throw that in the trash. Like I still love doing that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like you'll see like a definite change. I have no plans on on changing or anything it, like that. But but it'll still you'll incorporate it in and you'll kind of utilize what's around yeah. you as well. I like incorporating yeah what's around me. It definitely plays a part, but I don't think uh, I go as far as to say like I would change for anyone who knows and likes my work up to this point where it'd be like completely different. Um, right. Okay. Cool. All right. So how besides Instagram, how have you marketed yourself and what's worked and what hasn't? And I think this will help Catherine as well and anybody else who's kind of starting or they want to change or they want to get into a different style. What what has worked, what hasn't, so give us the inside scoop. Um, you said besides Instagram, but I'll start with Instagram okay. first, if you don't mind. Um, one thing that I found on Instagram, is like I, when I first started posting things, it's like I had like I think 200 people following me, um, which and I wasn't doing it for followers um, right. or anything like that, but I started hashtagging things and you'll see some people who hashtag things and it's just over the top and it's like freaking annoying. It's like hashtag girl, hashtag boy, hashtag blonde. It's just like, okay, cool it. Um, I definitely think they are they are important at first because it lets people see <laughs> design chat. Yeah, hashtag design chat. <laughs> um, it lets people, it groups it. It's, it's important um, when for people to see your work and it to be in one place, but you can go overboard really fast. Um, and... Um, then you get to a point where you don't really need to do it anymore. But I was doing a, a lot of, um, I guess, 
most of my stuff is art on photos and stuff like that. And so I would post my own photo and like my own stuff on it. Um, and then whoever was following me would see it. Uh, it was kind of limited. But then I started doing a lot of collaborations with other photographers, which from a marketing standpoint was just kind of um, free views of my work. I mean, I'd find a photographer who I really like their stuff and I'd be like, hey, I did this type. I was going to throw it on my photo, but I really like your stuff. Do you want to throw me over a photo that I can send this on? We'll both post it. And most of the time, they'd be like, like heck yeah, that'd be awesome. So um, I'd start like teaming up with a ton of different photographers. So instead of like whoever was following me seeing my work, also whoever was following them was also seeing my work. And um, I started getting like a lot of more people basically, I guess, exposure to what I was doing that way and I started getting clients based off of the kind of stuff I was doing and um, that's cool yeah so it's kind of I guess free Instagram marketing I guess is kind of what it was it's just a collaboration no one's getting anything in return except exposure and um, people get to see that photographer's photo on my feed and people get to see my art on their feed um, so I did a lot of that then you start getting busy and you find that you don't have as much time that anymore another way I did I did a, a contest um, forever ago I I don't know if you know Dave Coleman he's on Instagram he's super talented um, hand-drawn like designer but he did a contest a type contest that I won like way on way on back it was a long time ago back when I back when I think my work sucked <laughs> like forever ago but I, I like I said I'm super picky about it but um, I, I won that contest, and after that, like, I got a lot of exposure because of that, and after that, I decided to have my own, so I had a coffee type contest, so that was another example of how I kind of marketed myself. I had, um, I'm not super keen, like, from, like, as a designer, since I'm not a shop, um, I don't like being like, hey, repost this image and tag me, like, that works for a lot of, like, shops and stuff like that. And that's great if like you're a shop, but like I was a designer and I felt kind of weird doing that with something. So I wanted to have this contest and it was like, um, enter this contest and um, like when you when you post your entry, use the hashtag um, coffee type contest and then tag me in it. So then that way, like everyone would basically um, see, oh, there's this contest and there'd be like a link to my name. So like whoever entered the contest also posted a link to my name that I'm sure a lot of people following them checked out. Um, so from a marketing standpoint, I spent like 20 bucks on Starbucks cards for like the winners and like everyone who, who entered it, basically it was for me, it was really cheap exposure and marketing, which is, I mean, and it was fun. That's not, <laughs> I didn't just do it for that. It's a lot of fun to see what people can do. Um, and if you weren't familiar with the coffee type contest, it was, it was just a it was a hand drawn type contest and it had to do with coffee somehow it was the only rule so I got like a bunch of submissions off of that and it was a lot but of you fun. were also able to make connections with other people who were doing similar things yes so which is it, um, another huge part is I mean yeah. just meeting people who are all designers and doing stuff and like just seeing you say hey like uh, do a design that has to do with coffee and just like all the different types of things I got to see was like so much fun. Just like all the different artists and, and everyone. Um, so then how long was, was the contest? How long did it last? And then you get one view like, shows? 
chose the winner and they got a, a gift card to Starbucks? I chose, yeah. There was um, three winners. I can't remember. It's, it was almost like a year ago now, I feel like. So I can't remember like the amounts, but there was three winners in the first one. Um, got the obviously the the most the highest Starbucks card, but um, yeah, I chose the winners, and it, I think it was like a two week period. Um, yeah, it was almost it was like a two week period you had to enter, and then on this day, <laughs> Logan's funny. Um, Logan is funny. But yeah, and then um, yeah, it's Instagram. Like I said, I know you said other than Instagram, but really well, for so marketing, that Insta was kind of like my main. Thing. Sorry. So one I of the things with Instagram, well. no, no, it's okay. One of the things with Instagram is that you can. I like it because it kind of posts to every every place. So do you usually link it and have it go to Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr? Flickr? I did at first, but um, when I made Instagram, I guess like a business account, I made the decision to make my Facebook a personal account. So I don't really post like as much art and stuff. It's more for like my friends and family Facebook. So I don't really link those. Um, I just kind of keep that separate. Um, I do post like some art on Facebook, but it's more like just geared towards friends and family more than um, other artists and like design community friends. Um, okay. So um, it's just more personal. And then like like I said, I never really got into Twitter. I still have one, but. If you follow me, I'm really sorry because I never use it. So, <laughs> but you're probably just like waiting for me to tweet every day, and it just never happens. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just never really got into it. Some people just run with it and they own it, but um, I couldn't do it. But yeah, Instagram, like I said, for me mainly is where I do most of my marketing, um, and then like through my website, I'm submitting stuff to blogs. I would do. Um, uh, let's see what else have I done. I use I TJ use I'm on, I'm on Creative sleep. Market. TJ has lost sleep over waiting <laughs> to hear. Your yes, <laughs> people are just waiting for me to just and take Winston. over Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter yes. machine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, Creative Market. You've created some. Um, so let's talk about some of that. So there are other yeah, ways. Yeah, you can pull up um, the next image. So when I yeah, had Tyler. Uh, Kyle Webster on he talked about Gumroad and he sells brushes well Tyler actually has some patterns at Gumroad and um, and then you know you you've done some other things that allow people to maybe um, purchase some of your work but it, it it's you know uh, gosh I can't even think of what how you what it's a passive income streams I guess right yeah, um, Gumroad, I use Gumroad um, for, let's see, how do I see? The, the perks of Gumroad is for, like, downloadable stuff, um, which I like. It's, like, if you have a font or something and you want to, like, link someone to it to download it, um, they, it's, like, you send them a link and they directly download the file and it sends it over. I use PayPal for most things, so it's, it sends it over by PayPal. Um, they do take a small cut of every sale that you have. And then there's also Creative Market, which is cool because with Gumroad, you need to like a link. So it'd be like on my website or whatever. You click a link and it'll take them directly to where they can purchase it. But on Creative Market, it's more of like a design community where you can search for things and things show up and 
there's like popular and stuff like that. Um, it's almost like dribble, but everything's for sale, I guess. <laughs> um, so like, that's cool. They do take a larger cut than Gumroad does. I don't know off the top of my head, the percentages. Um, uh, I have, I, I don't use it too much. I do use it. I mainly, I did the image you see are, I did Christmas card templates this year. Um, which started as I just wanted to do a Christmas card for my wife and I. And then I was like, I kept going and it turned into like seven of them. And I was like, oh, I might as well offer these to whoever wants them. Um, I was going to actually like take orders and stuff like that, but I just got too busy with clients I wasn't able to. So I only sold them as P PSD uh, template pack through Gumroad. And they're also on Creative Market for the same price. I put them on both. Um, but yeah, I also did the pattern pack, which is basically all the hand-drawn patterns that are on these Christmas cards, because a lot of people just kind of want to do their own thing with them. So um, I also released a pattern pack of those. But um, yeah, it was just mainly, like I said, I did it for myself and then decided to offer it to everybody else, which is usually how a lot of that, my stuff that's for sale has started. I just kind of did it for fun, and then people started asking for it. So I made it available, um, but it was actually funny because my wife and I didn't even end up doing a Christmas card this year. So I made all these all these Christmas cards for us, and then we didn't even use one. Um, but like, I had a couple people pick up the pack. Um, Hearth Magazine. I don't know if you're familiar with Hearth Magazine. They actually uh, used one of them for their Christmas card this year, which is really cool to see. It's always cool to see someone using your art it's fun or someone posting a photo of like one of my posters it's yeah every time it's like it's exciting it's all weird and new for me still I mean I get excited when I see people happy about like what I'm doing or like with my bear poster or whatever hanging in their office it's always really neat I don't think um, it ever goes away I think there's always no like, it's there's like when I see, like I have done some buses, not that I'd ever see them, but maybe you would see them because they're out in San Francisco. Um, but you know, it's like, it, you know, you see it and it's like, wow, I designed that bus or I designed that billboard. Or, I designed that ad and it, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's like, it's always nice when someone like, like I said, posts a photo or whatever of something they got from me. It's just like, oh, that's awesome. I did that. That's weird. It's on their wall. It's just always kind of weird for me. I don't know. It just, um, like, I'm just a guy drawing, and people like what I'm doing, and it's just nice to hear feedback from them. So so you also have stuff that you've chosen, and I'm not sure if these things are at Creative Market or on Gumroad, but um, you have things that are applied to different services. So it's like the poster, or you could give it get it as a phone case, or... Um, you know, other kinds of things. So when, where do you do that? And then why did you start doing that? Um, and was that a conscious, I mean, did you, was that like something that you were already doing at a place and then they said, hey, we could apply it to a phone case if you want? Um, I actually, um, like I said, almost everything I've done has started just doing it for myself because I wanted it. And then it kind of like grew from there. Um, it all started with, the phone cases. Um, there were there were iPhone skins, and the company is Laserwood, um, and you can actually still buy them on Laserwood's site. I ended up just giving them the designs, and I make commission off of it instead of selling it myself. Um, I basically 
I wanted an iPhone skin for myself of that bear. Um, and it was, it was like, it was a little pricey, um, to order like a custom one, but I just wanted one for myself. So I figured, Hey, if I want one, maybe someone else does. So I basically like kind of did like a shout out on Instagram and I was like, I'm ordering this iPhone skin. If anyone wants one, let me know. I'll order you one. Um, so I got like, I think like 12 orders of the iPhone skins and it was like a, in a week or something like that, which for me, it was like, I'd never sold anything before. And it was like, Oh, cool. Um, this was like a long time ago. Like I said, it was the first thing that I ever did, <laughs> but, um, and there really wasn't any like profit in it. I think maybe like a couple bucks <laughs> off of each one, but it was just kind of like, I wanted one for myself and anyone else who wanted one is like more than welcome to pick one up kind of thing. So um, that's how it, that started. And I, everyone would always comment on my Instagram stuff and be like, when are you going to do prints? We really want prints. We want to buy prints, 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 prints. So I was finally like, oh, I think they want prints. I finally got the clue. Um, so I, if I was going to do it, I wanted to do it right, though. And I wasn't sure how I wanted to do it because back then, it, like, everything I was doing was, like, design on photo. And so I'm like, well, how am I going to print, like, this photo with a design on it and make it like high quality still and still like affordable um which is when my friend rob um he started really getting into screen printing and he still does all my screen printing today so that's his instagram if you want screen printing he's in wisconsin um but he he was getting into it and i was like like do you want to print my bear he's like yeah so um, we did, I think actually the deer was the first one we did, not the bear. So we did the deer one, um, and everyone, um, like it was accepted really well and it, everyone seemed to like it. So then we did the bear one, which is still the most popular. And I always, I always laugh and joke with my wife. I say that they're going to put that Northwest's best bear on my gravestone someday. It's like, if anything, I will be known for that bear. Um, because it's like, I'll get emails all the time still though. Like, when are you going to have more of that bear? Like, when is that bear back in stock? Cause it's like, I don't, it's, that's the thing I do struggle with is cause first and foremost, I'm a designer. I take freelance work. I take client work. So if you need work, let me know. <laughs> but, and then second of all, like I also like sell the posters. Um, so it's like trying to find time to like restock them and stuff was kind of difficult. It was like almost like I was like trying to run a shop, but also run a design business at the same time all by myself. Um, it's like so two hats. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's still kind of like learning trial and error. Um, I'm actually Sometimes. all the, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say all the prints um, I have available right now for pre-order for anyone watching the show that wants one on the site because they're still all sold out but I talked with Rob and we're going to do like um, print to order basically so it'll ship in the next two weeks if anyone wants to get one I'm just throwing it out there <laughs> but um, I'm going to put the um, link up okay. this is the one you sent me right for the store yeah I'll put it up now and I'll put it up again in a minute too well I think sometimes the and that's what I tell students Sometimes if you have a store and you're trying to sell stuff, you actually can do better for your clients because you have that mindset of, one, you're trying to work on a budget, and then two, you have that business sense. And I think that's part of what helps some design firms um, rise above because they have that mentality because they're also selling things too. 
And so I think it really puts you at an advantage because early on you were doing something that you were already thinking like a business. So then therefore you're a better freelancer because, or a better designer because you can think in that in that way. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I think they go hand in hand, definitely. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess yes is my answer. <laughs> okay, good. Um, all right, so let's see. Um, do you have any advice for beginners? So people who are just starting to work in the hand-drawn or, um, you know, how much time a week do you need to practice? Um, what do you do to get better? Um, practice, 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 even when you don't feel like it, practice. Um, like I said, um, it takes hard work and sleepless nights or early mornings if you don't want sleepless nights. <laughs> um, but if you don't have time, you kind of just like have to make time. You're not going to just, like I said, wake up and, and get better um, one day. Um, it takes trial and error. You're going to mess up. You're going to fail. Um, just accept that. <laughs> and um, it's not how you failed or how you screwed up. It's how can I learn and how can I grow from that? Or what can I do differently to make this better? Or hey, this totally blows. <laughs> How can I make it cool? Uh, it's just like, it's a never-ending process. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, the biggest advice is just keep practicing, keep going. Um, uh, what else? What do you think, <laughs> um, what do you think you've done um, like how how many hours a week do you think you are drawing? Um, way less than I was when I just when I started. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm a, I'm a hypocrite, <laughs> but uh, it's it gets harder when you get clients to to find time. It really does. It like I said, it takes basically staying up after work and doing it, which is also harder when you have a wife because happy wife, happy life. So <laughs> you just don't want to never hang out with your wife. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure my marriage would be awful. So trying to juggle a ton of stuff and just, I guess, priorities. But it, it takes time. It takes sacrifice. Um, doing it sometimes even when you don't want to. Um, draw for fun. Draw for free if you want to. Um, some of your best work is the stuff that you want to do for you usually most of the time I find is the stuff that I want to do rather than someone has like another idea it's like if I just want to do it for fun I'm happy with how it comes out usually um, so don't be afraid to I guess share what you're working on and do that kind of stuff um, do you think you like I said you learn from how you mess up so you think you have a lot of people that really like your process shots do you find that you get a lot of response from those as well or do you think that um I, don't, I haven't really posted too many process shots I usually just do um completed designs I think the one example would be here let me grab it like I said I have this cork board in here with like all this stuff pinned to it that I have I did these they're sketches I still haven't done anything with them um I guess that kind of process they're just sketches I didn't this wasn't finished I didn't take it into Photoshop or anything like that I just drew them and posted that but I usually only post like stuff that I'm done with or that can be thrown on a poster um, or whatever but yeah um, 
So what do you do when you get creative block or do you get creative block? Cause you sound kind of busy. So everyone you... gets creative block. I don't care what anyone said. Everyone gets creative block. Um, it sucks. Someone, when I was, someone's told me the difference between a hobbyist and a professional is a professional has to work through creative block and a hobbyist has to be inspired to work. So you could be working on a project and you could be so uninspired, um, but you still have to get it done. It's your job. Um, so for me, it's like, I just, if I have time to, I'll take a, <laughs> a deep breath. And I mean, sometimes I'll take a drive, I'll get a cup of coffee, I'll listen to music, I'll, um, um, I'll, I mean, I use a lot of like design blogs. I'll use designspiration.net. It's one of my favorites. Or um, Dribble is great. I use Dribble. Um, um, it's a great way to just like, I'll type in like, what kind of project am I working on? If it has to do with, I don't know, some kind of theme, I'll type it in. I'll just see what other people are doing. Like, obviously, don't don't copy people. That's not good. That's not what I'm saying. It's just inspire. See what other people are working on. What ideas people have. Um, I also, another thing, I, it's the key to a great designer is learning how to hide your inspiration. That's a joke, but um, it's don't copy people, but definitely be inspired by what other people are doing. Um, and there's definitely things that are popular and things that can spur um, creativity and just give you a good idea. But um, yeah, I guess music, coffee, um, working through it, um, yeah. having friends. Having friends is another one um, that you can talk to. Sometimes I'll just be like, hey, I'm stuck. Does anyone have any ideas? And it's like, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting feedback from some close friends on like what you're working on. And it's um, one thing I've learned being freelance is that it's lonely and I miss working with other people. And it's good bouncing ideas back and forth off of other creative people. Um, it's, I mean, it's good to have your work checked and torn apart. It's annoying to have your work checked and torn apart by a random person on Instagram that you've never talked to before that you post a logo and they're like, hey, bro, that sucks. <laughs> it's, and if you, I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's like, um, but getting like feedback from people that you know and trust and want advice from is, I think, definitely critical. There's a time and place for it. Well, and it's about um, a relationship. You got to have somebody you trust if they give you a bad review. Well, they might have bad taste, but if they've had great taste and you've had great conversations with them, then they mm -hmm. might, you might say, oh, you know what, they're probably right, or you're able to take, but if you don't have anything, that's probably not a great way to introduce yourself is by telling somebody they did something sucky. Oh, yeah. It's, um, what kind of questions do people ask me? Like, on, what do you mean, Winston? I'll let like them answer <laughs> that question, but... Um, um on so, instagram like i'm i'm that's one thing that like i guess on the topic of um as you know constructive <laughs> constructive <laughs> criticism i guess like uh critiques that's the word critiques are good if it's in my opinion if it's the right environment and if it's from someone that you look up to or trust or want their opinion right it's totally bad if it's like literally just tearing apart someone's work for the heck of it um which which i've run into it's like i'll post like something i did for a client and then some random person that i've never met from some random state will comment and be like 
oh, needs work, this sucks, uh, you should change this. And it's like, oh, hey, thanks, random guy. I mean, it's like, it'd be like me, like, like contacting Nabisco and being like, hey, the, your logo for Oreo sucks. Just wanted to let you know. Have a good day. They'd be like, <laughs> thanks, like, random person. I mean, it's like, you're not helping anything. You're just being a dick, honestly. So, <laughs> I mean... It's like I said, critique is really good, but just don't be that guy that critiques everybody. <laughs> it's because everyone right. will hate you. <laughs> right. Totally. All right. So we're almost out of time or we're out of time. So I want to make sure I get a couple other questions. Um, and we talked about this and you, you do take most of your own photos. And if you don't, you're always giving credit. So if you want to see his photography and see who did it. And I think the collaboration thing is awesome. I'm definitely going to try that. Um, how do you, this is my last question, I guess, but I have some more, so we might have to do a part two, Tyler. Um, how do you set yourself apart from other hand letters and, and typographers and designers? Um, that is a good question. Definitely, I guess, that the whole nature thing, I'm definitely like now inspired by kind of um, where I am or what I'm doing or um, kind of location and stuff like that. Um, I don't really have, like I have a style, but I'm not afraid to change. Um, like I'll, I guess, I'm like tongue-tied right now. Jeez, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Maybe it's um, like the I, I kind of the learning thing? Yeah, I do like... Yeah, I'm always learning. I like to try new things and like get better at different methods and unconventional stuff too. And just, um, I guess I'll I'll do what I like to do. If like, I guess what makes me happy. Like, I'm not gonna just draw arrows and bears for the rest of my life. Like, I, I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna explore new things. I'm gonna um, have fun stuff. So. Um, I guess a lot of people just kind of get in a groove and just stay in it. And, like, I feel like I'm always – I want to challenge myself and I want to get better at, like, a bunch of different stuff. So, um, yeah, um, I do not just type but illustrations and stuff like that too. And, um, like, I also um, – I was just – when I was I, – I went and rode motorcycles with um, – Adam Gonzalez and Nathan Yoder the other day, and I was talking with um, Nathan for a little bit about um, like design and hand lettering. And um, one of the things like we talked about, he said like, do you do you want to just um, do hand lettering or focus on that? But um, I guess I'm more of like I've always been doing graphic design and digital stuff first, um, and um, hand drawn stuff kind of came second is like I started learning it and practicing it so it's like I don't want to just be like the hand-drawn guy that's not me there's other people who are, are out there for it and they're like super good at it um but I definitely I kind of want to be a well-rounded designer I feel like it's good to know more than just one type of thing if you want to be design if you want to just literally be like a sign painter and hand letterer then like freaking own it and like devote your time to it but um i definitely like practice illustrations and web design and i like clean user interface type stuff and um i also like the whole hand-drawn 
thing going on right now. So I guess I hope that answered the question. I think so. so I was kind of tongue-tied during that. <laughs> That's totally fine. So you had some, so Jason wants a Liger or a Norwell crushing unicorn <laughs> kind of poster. But you had two other images that you, you sent. So I want to show those. Okay, yeah. And this kind of shows how maybe, you know, you're, you're back in California and you kind of... Yeah, I was... Go ahead. I pulled it up. I was um, just kind of like, I like to try new things, like I said. So it's like, I started playing with like a Kovic sketch marker on the bottom, which I've kind of been doing lately, if you follow me on Instagram. Um, just playing around. And then I kind of did, like I said, because I was moving. I took a little bit of time off from clients to kind of move and, and get all settled in here. Um, which was a little bit of a process. So now I'm back to work. Um, but yeah, those were just kind of California-based things. And then the number nine, the next one uh, image that I sent you, um, that was just the, like the latest thing I did. It was for um, Bradley Mountain, who is in Sandy, San Diego, and he does like custom leather works and bags and stuff like that. So I did two screen-printed posters for him. One was that, and then the other one was actually um this bear that I did um and then it has the live adventurously under it which I need to post on Instagram I haven't done yet but um th those are for sale now on his site um so if you're interested you can check it out um that's him on Instagram and I'm sure there's a link to his place on there but yeah those are the images I sent over that was just like the latest thing that I did so well cool well, I want to give people the rest of the way to for them to get in touch with you and for them to keep um, up. If you're not already following Tyler, you definitely ought to be. And this is his Instagram, and it's going to come up here. And then I'm also going to put it over in the chat just in case some people like it over there too. And then if you want to get back and see oops, what he's doing on his store, then... That is here, and I'm going to put that, and hopefully he started spinning for me. Oh, no, he's back. Good. Perfect timing for you to spin. Um, <laughs> so that's the best way to get in touch with Tyler. If you are new and you want to um, make sure you connect with me so you don't ever miss an episode, you can subscribe to Design Recharge, and here is how to do that. And then... If you want, I give out tips, weekly tips, and this week it's going to be on Friday, and it's a creativity tip, and it's something I did in class, and I can't reach it, but I would show you a preview, but there's, it's ways to make characters, and it's just totally, you know, out, out of the, it's, you've done it with other things probably, but maybe not in this way, and it's a good collaborative pro project, so if you want that, then it's a different list but it's designrecharge.org slash tips. And if you want to follow me on Instagram or, uh, oops, I just posted the same thing twice, or Facebook, um, that's me, and it's just design recharge, at design recharge. And then if you need to or you want to email me, I actually answer my emails, and so it's diane at designrecharge.org. So you guys, thank you so much. I hope you sign up and get the newsletter and get the reminders and who's coming up and Tyler thanks so much we'll have to have you back I can't wait to see all the other stuff yeah, you're doing you. and you gave us so many tips so my paper was pretty thin and now it's got lots of notes I write really small so that I can
But you gave us lots of tips of ways we can build our following as well as um, market our stuff. So that was awesome. So thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Well, I'm, yeah. I can't wait to see how Orange County inspires you even more. So the Hoods and Jason and Meredith and Andre and Laura, thank you guys for coming. Our moms, thanks for coming. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, Tyler. See ya.